Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, the guest has arrived. The guest has arrived. The guest has arrived. What's going on? Let me turn this down. Let me turn this down. And normally, I'm going to get right into it because these people have been patiently waiting. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuned in to the TKB Report. I am your host, K. Langevine, and today's guest is definitely a friend to the show. He's like my brother. He's family to the show. He has turned into one of New Jersey's legendary DJs. He has become world-renowned over his time. The brother has not reached his peak as yet. He has put out productions and music and albums of his own. He's worked with some of house music's finest artists. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to, to the show none, none other than the world-renowned house music maestro, DJ Beloved. What's going on? Yo, man. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> Yo, man, what's up, man? Maintain it, man. Just, you know. Hey, man, aren't we all? Aren't we all? The infamous. You got DJ Crunch in the building. You got a bunch of people in here from New York, Cali, to Jersey, of course. All to see what's going on with you. Uh, uh, Maryland. You got people from all over the place to tune in for this, man. Well, that's what's up, yo. What's up with you, man? Hey, man, it's automatic, man. It's automatic. Um, Keep the music th going. Th you know. thank, you for, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, man. I'm Start this second project, you know, my second album project. So um, right now, I've just been doing a lot of remix work. Yeah. Uh, a lot of collaborations. So that's been good uh, through the pandemic. You know, keep them busy, man. Keep them focused. I mean, this pandemic has created quite a bit of, you know, has created quite a bit of opportunities and, and, and windows and streams of, of entertainment streams of revenue. I just want to say thank you to you and all the other New Jersey DJs that have been putting in work, man, helping people get through, you know, and helping them forget for a little bit. You know, when y'all come on and do your sets like you, DJ Mustafa, I saw you one time with DJ Low Man, um, Jay Smooth, I was speaking to him earlier, uh, you know, and the list goes on and on. I got DJs out in North Carolina, DJ All Night, DJ These Tracks, and in Savannah, Georgia, DJ Cut out in Atlanta. So just shout out to all the DJs for all the work that y'all been doing to just kind of keep people level-headed throughout all of this madness going on with the pandemic, with social injustice and things of that nature, man. So um, I want to get into it, man. Uh, I mean, you're obviously known for playing music, man, but this is a different segment. I want to talk about your production and the music that you actually put together. Uh, so can you tell me, like, what's the, what's the frame of mind a producer has to have when he's um, trying to create, trying to create some, some, uh, some new material? Well, for me, um, being that I, I, I'm a DJ and a dancer, I, I try to create music that First and foremost, that I would want to dance to. Secondly, that I would want to play. Um, 
that's what's always been my formula. Um, and it's worked over the, you know, over the, t- over the time I've been doing it. Um, and then, you know, you have projects that are sent your way that, that kind of just make you push your envelope musically. You know, they make you, they make you approach things differently and, and, and try to, you know, get about your comfort zone, which is good. Um, so that's, that's normally the approach I take. So let's talk about, let's talk about one of, one of your, um, DJ Mustafa, shout out to DJ Mustafa. Uh, let's talk about one of your first, your first time you sat down to create, first time you sat down to create uh, a track that was a BPM production. What was that? What was that project? That song? Hold on. I ain't getting nothing. You said it paused up on me. Oh, okay. So I was saying, like, um, let's talk about the first, the first song that you either created or remixed. The what was that song? process like? I don't even, I can't even. No, that's a good question. I think we got a delay. Because I had, I had a bunch of little ideas. You said, what was the first song I produced? Yeah, what's one of the first songs that you produced? Yeah. Jesus. Kenny Bobby and the Light was one of my earlier projects. Um, that was an original. Uh... I did a remix for for Monica. That was one of my first like big remixes um, for that song. She did uh, everything to me. Yes. Um. That was that was like one of my first remixes. But my first original was Kenny Bobin and the Light. Shout out to Kenny Bobin. He's one of my all time favorite. You get you got any music queued up there that you could that you can get a people a sample of of of, of some some BPM music. Oh, actually, I'm waiting for uh, my computer to come up now so I can get into that part of it. Oh, all right, um, all right. Talk yeah, about working uh, with Kenny Bovian. Definitely uh, a legend. <clears throat> working with Kenny is, is like being in school. Okay. Uh, he's, 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 really, he's really a gifted person. Like, that ain't even talent. That's a gift. Yeah. Like his writing process is is like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, he sits in a chair with his eyes closed, like to the point where you think he's sleeping. Like he just sits still and in silence while the music is playing on repeat. And then he just perks up out of nowhere and just pops up like, okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> and goes in the booth and, <laughs> and just starts singing. Like, I've seen him do that on several occasions, like, because I, I not only worked with him, like, on my own projects, I also used to engineer a lot of his sessions. So I would have the chance to, like, work with him even, like, if it wasn't my song, I would just be engineering the session for him. Um, and he's, like, he's he's that good. Like, he he is that good, you know. He he literally does assist this I mean, it could be for like 10, 15 minutes while the track is just playing on repeat. 
and then he'll know exactly how he wants to, to, to block the song out. Like, he'll start with the hook. He'll lay the hooks down. He'll do all the background parts. He'll layer it 16 to 24 times, make it sound real big and full. And next thing you know, he's like, all right, start from the top. And you start from the top, and he just sings the whole song straight through. And, like, the first time he does it, you know, he um, he'll, like, kind of, like, ad-lib his way through it. And then he'll come out the movie, and that's when he actually grabs like a pad, a pad and pen, and starts writing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but his first pass at a record is like off the fly, just off the top of his head. You know, it's it's different. <laughs> so now working with working with a a legend of that magnitude, what was the mindset that you had? How was it separating, okay, being a fan as opposed to being a producer and trying to create? Because a lot of times people get that all mixed together and they can't separate it, you know. So what was the process of you, you know, when, you, when you're sitting down and work with such a, a legendary uh, figure like Kenny Bogan? Nervousness, you know, I hope I don't mess this up. Like, what's, what's your, your thought process on that? I mean, there's, there's, there's always going to be a level of, of nervousness, um, no matter what level of professional, like, no matter what level you reach. Mm. If you don't get nervous at some point, like, we're all human, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's a certain set of nerves that come with being a performer or being in any realm of show business or where you have to get in front of people or you know if you work in corporate america you know the paper towel if you have a big meeting you know you're nervous you know what i'm saying so i don't i don't feel like nervousness goes away but as it pertains to working with with several artists or different artists that are of a certain count um it really just comes down to like just being yourself. You know, if you're if you're authentically yourself, then then you know, people either gonna like you and you're gonna work well together or it's just not gonna work. And that's just human nature. You know what I'm saying? Um I've had I've had people that I really like personally, but we didn't work well together professionally, not because of a combative difference, just because our, our styles on that in that realm didn't work well together. But We'll still go out and grab a drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has nothing to do with that. You know, one has nothing to do with the other. And as far as, like, Kenny is concerned, Kenny's going to make it work. Like, he's one of the people that he's going to make. So that's the good part about working with somebody like Kenny. Like, because he's so skilled in so many different areas of the music business, he just knows how to make it work. And that's and that's a gift. And that's what I mean when I say he's gifted. Like, he like I've heard, like like I said, I didn't just work with him on my stuff. I worked with him on on other people's stuff. So I've heard tracks that when I hit play was like, "You gonna sing for this?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And by the time he finished, it was like, "Oh snap! Like, you made me work." And that was actually a valuable lesson that I learned from him. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there's the well, people get confused 
and I have to tell this to people sometimes, unfortunately, it's not called the music friendship. It's called the music business. Hmm. And even when it comes down to me DJing, I have to tell that to people. Oh, come on, but we cool. All right, us being cool ain't got nothing to do with when my car note come. You know what I'm saying? Like, or when the phone True. bill is. You know what True. I mean? Because us being cool ain't got nothing to do with when you go to work. When you go to work, if your check is short, your boss don't say to you, oh, but we cool. That don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Business is business. Business is business. So, you know, a lesson that I learned from Kenny was sometimes it's just, you just got to do what your job is to do. My job is to write good records and sing. That's his job. My job is to produce good music. So so you work with Kenny Bovian, and your first original track is with Kenny Bovian. From yeah. start to finish, what was it like, the, the reception of it, the first time you played it at a party? Tell me about that experience. Somebody appreciating your work. See, that's not really the, the true testament for me. Okay. For me, for me, the true testament of how good something you did is is when you're somewhere and somebody else plays it. Okay. That was the next question. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like nah, that's 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 when you feel like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, like I remember so my, my second uh release was with Stephanie Cook another legend okay. so and that that's probably one of my favorite stories to tell because to me that one felt more that was like probably one of the most authentic uh experiences i've had as far as it pertains to me hearing one of my records out in the street um dj kim lightfoot was playing and it was a tyrone francis party in brooklyn and um i might have got there around like three or four in the morning and kim was knee deep like, it, I mean, this place was packed and it was huge. It had to be every bit of about five, 600 people in there. And Kim had no clue that I was there. And this is why I'm saying, like, I knew it was genuine. Like, because when, when you came in at, like, the room was like the size of a basketball court. And the, then there was a stage. So it's not like he saw me come in and it was dark. You're talking about, like, Brooklyn big warehouse you know what i'm saying so we're not talking about like some old posh club we're talking about like a warehouse with stacks of speakers in the corner you know what i mean party until eight nine in the morning and um i'm standing there and i hear this record coming in and i'm like sounds familiar <laughs> yeah i'm like oh look so i'm standing there i'm like so he really playing this record. But the dope part was he played the instrumental first. Okay. So he's playing the instrumental and he's going off, like taking the bass out, working the system. And then he follows the instrumental with the vocal. So by at this point, like he done played this record for damn near 10 minutes, like 10, 15 minutes. So like he's playing the record, he's making the crowd like the record. The build up. Yeah, it's like every time he started right from the top, they got more and more into the record. And it was like, for that, for me, that was like a very, a very like serious moment in my career. Like, I could do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, 
Shout out, shout out to Jeff. Like, yeah. oh, I see Jeff in there. What's going on, Jeff? Shout yeah. out to Jeff. What's the deal? Shout out to my my sister in law in North Carolina. Um, shout out to everybody that's 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 in on the check in, man. You got a lot of people checking in here, man. Hear what's going on with you? Uh, your computer, your, your computer warmed up yet? Oh yeah, we 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 got some stuff going on up here. Yeah, man. Give me give me give me a um. Give me a vibe of what it was like when you walked into that club listening to that to that Kenny Bobian uh, track produced by BPM, Beloved Producers Music. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a different type of show tonight. Normally I talk a lot and then the other people, they might talk a little bit. Tonight we're going to talk and we're going to get straight to some music. Tonight we're going to talk about a track that he produced with a, a, a male artist, a, a, a track that he remixed, and hopefully a track that he can get into with a female artist. But well, what, you know what I mean? did, since since that's how you wanted it, yeah, I, I might as well get a song that I did that's a duet with a male and female artist. And well, listen, a, man, that's what happens with geniuses get together. Now, <laughs> I like to hear, I like the sound of that, man. And it's 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 one of my favorite records. Okay. Uh, because you got Canada checking in, bro. Oh, that's what's up. Um, So this is one of my favorite. This record is called Reasons, and um, it holds a certain sentimental value to me. Uh, so, you know, my boy Mike Michael uh, Devon, who I met through my uh, my fiance now, and oh, congratulations my, on that, man! Congratulations on that, bro. And, and my girl Nia Troy Carroll, who was someone that I grew up with. So that that was dope for me. Um, so it, it, this is this is that right It's on my album. Shout out to my man KJ all the way from Connecticut. The people, the people have spoken. The people have spoken. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the sounds of the one and only DJ Beloved, creator of BPM, Beloved Produces Music.
the people the people have spoken, good brother. The people have spoken. Can I break this down? That's what I'm waiting for. Okay, so, so all right. So a lot of people who've met me in my adult years, they know me for being Muslim. But I grew up in the church, okay? I used to conduct the choir, play the piano, play the drums, all that, right? So there's a lot of different musical elements that people probably don't even recognize or, 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 or hear when the record is playing in the club. But it's just one part that I really get into. Um, but there's a violin part. And the way he breaks down, the, the way, like, so, like, I'm a, like, I always know what I want it to sound like when we start work. Like, once I start doing the drums and we do the arrangement, like, as far as the music is concerned, like, I know what I want it to sound like. So when I get with my guys, whether it be Jerry, Dave, Reggie, Sheldon, whoever I'm working with, Mike Bizzle, um, Dennis, that plays the sax, whenever we all get together, I already have an idea in my mind of what I want. So I wanted these strings, and it's just crazy how it came together. <laughs> And this is all live instrumentation? Nah, it's keyboard, drums, bass, and That's done on this module. So it goes perfectly with the with the uh, the vocals, so you'll hear what I'm talking about. It's like the voice and the strings and the keys are all three different instruments. You got, you got my lady dancing on screen, bro. like I always got into the other parts of it, all the other intricate, intricate sounds that you hear, all the other elements in it. Um, and I like, I'm a ballad person. Like I love ballads and jazz and slow music. So for me, I always try to produce from the mindset of, I want the song to sound good without drums in it. Okay. So, so like right now there's no drums in the song, but it's still, like you still, you still get it. You know what I'm saying? Like you still. You give me reason. You give me reason. You give me reason. And I can see, I can see somebody made a comment. I can see a band playing this. So tell us who on the vocals. 
Who's on the vocals with this? The background. So on the background is me, Gerald, Nia, Mike. It's me, Gerald, Nia, and Mike. Uh, so, so I gotta. I need. I need you to explain. The first person who you said was you, or me. <laughs> I do backgrounds. So you do vocals as well. I can't. I ain't singing no solo Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's what keeps it soulful. That's what keeps the soul and in the, in, in the, in the, the beauty of the record going. So there's a story, right? There's, it, it may take you a while to pull it up. And whether you do or not, I just got to tell the story. Where we, we were having a conversation one time. And you said, um, we said that uh, you were on your way to work. You said your man was taking you to work. Ha! And somebody on BLS played Molly Moore played the remix that you did to For Tamar Braxton. Tamar Braxton. And you said, man, take me back home. You just said <laughs> you said F that job the moment. Was that the first time you heard a song of yours played on the radio? Um Okay, so so here's the here's the story on that. Um yeah. I was working at Guitar Center. Yeah, and, 22. Yeah, on 22. And, yeah. Um, you know, the song Love and War had, had, had kind of just kind of like, came, like they was they was shopping for a deal. And, um, you know, so they, they released it independently. And, like, I have I have a thing where I can kind of like, I mean, everybody who, who's into, you know, music does it. But, um, you know, you can take a song and manipulate it the way you want. Um, so I said, you know what, let me just try and do this record. So I did like a little demo version of it. And uh, my mentor, Kevin Hedge, is good friends with Vince. Okay. So he reached out to Vince and um, they just happened to be in New York. Um, so they sent me the parts. And I did the I did the official remix for that record, and um, it was crazy because you know we had been playing in the club, you know what I mean? It wasn't no big deal, because um, they were still fishing for a deal, and I was on my way to work. <laughs> I had already, I had, already like, had a couple issues with the with the GM so I was on my way to work and you know traffic started to back up. You know how twenty-two get. Yeah. And so I'm I'm calling as a courtesy, mind you. I still got ten minutes to get to work. It's not like I'm already late. Like I, I got ten minutes to get to work and I'm already like by Best Buy. So it ain't like it's gonna take ten minutes to get down the street. But just as a courtesy, I said, Well, let me call. So I called and was like, hey, you know. Dude's name was Rocco. I called him. I said, hey, Rocco, man, uh, I'm not saying I'm going to be late, but just in case, you know, it's a bit of traffic out here. I just want to give you a heads up. This dude started going off on me. Like, and I don't really deal with that too well anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, he's going off on me, 
and in the background, I hear, I hear Love and War coming in on BLS. Marley Moore's playing it. And then he says, up next, we got Tamar Braxton, Love and War, DJ Beloved remix. I said, you know what, never mind. I hung up on him. I told my man, I said, yo, turn the car around. <laughs> and I never went back. Yo, man, it's one of the funniest stories. And I always yeah. wanted to get it. I always wanted you to get get you to tell that story on a on a platform. Because <laughs> so many times, you know, you got something else going on and you working at a job that you kind of need, but not really. When you I'm when you passionate about what it is that you're doing, when people give you a reason to walk away, it just make it that much easier. And that, that just seemed like it was one of those times. It all happened at the right time. Yeah. Um, you know, at that time, they were still they were still paying you know some pretty decent money for remix. Not not like it once was, but you could make a decent living. You know what I'm saying? Like as long as you got multiple streams of income, you can make a decent living. You know what I mean? Like at the time, I was DJing all over the place. Plus. You know, I was getting my feet wet with production, and I was do some more records that were getting noticed. I was getting, um, I was getting more stuff that was like serious work. So, you know, I was able to, I was able to do it. Um, and you know, things change, and time, you know, time changes, life changes, but always stay focused and, and understand the ultimate goal. You know, um, you know things happen, discouraging. You know what I'm saying? You got to bounce back from that. Speaking of that, shout out to Jay Smooth. Smooth yo, Jay, Jay, I need a cut. I look like Frederick Douglass, and I need a cut, yo. So we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk after. Uh, so get in, get into, get into a remix that you did, and that song that you just played—that's on your your new album coming out. No, that's on my album that came out last year. That's okay. Uh, momentum. That's that's available on all platforms. All right. So get into another because I don't want the time to run out on this, and I and I think the people are waiting for you to see if you want to do like a five seven minute set. You know what I mean? Well, before I before we. I can't play. They, they they can't play the love and war, simply because it'll get flagged. It always so, does. Somebody said um, giving me life. Smooth said giving me life. Huh? Smooth, Jay Smooth said, play Giving Me Life. Oh, Giving Me Life. Uh, it's going to take a minute for that session to open up. Man, uh -huh. play whatever you got, bro. Play whatever you got locked and loaded. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it, Instagram and kicked them off for talking about Tamar Braxton. We apologize. All right, man, we ain't got to play music, man. We can talk music. I'm built for this. This is another joint I did called Your Love. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in. It's TKB Report. We're here with DJ Beloved talking some of his most prized productions. Uh, we're just going to give him a minute to come back. And while we wait, I'm going to let this rocket. This record play out. Ah. 
Wow, one night. That's a good one. I just lived there not too long. That's what I'm waiting for, yeah. Bang. Bang. You ready? Oh, we about to do the couple's thing. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> coming to the show, yeah, yeah, we just... have, you got you got my lady all clapping and all that. Knock it off. So, my darling Janine here, AKA the spin queen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So she wrote the second verse to this song. All right, stop playing. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah, she wrote the second verse to this song. Song, right? A what? So I said, yeah, I helped. I said the song with the hook in the first verse. Yeah. Wank the, the rest of the way, and I promise you, within like 15 minutes, she was hitting me back like, "All right, I'm gonna say you something." And she back to yeah. And then me and Red was in the studio later that night, and she was on the phone telling me how to coach him to deliver the deliver the verse. Okay, so you. So this is what I need you to do. I need you to get out the seat, right? And then I need her to sit down so I can talk to her. <laughs> That's what I need. First of all, first of all, I want to say I'm I'm happy for all that y'all got going on. Um, it came out of nowhere, but I'm I'm sending nothing but positive vibes and good vibes y'all way. But now that we got that out the way. I need you to tell me. So I just want to know, like, are you are you a singer songwriter, or did you, did that did that beat move you to do that? I'm a great singer in the shower. Is that right? Well, we're not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about that. That's the only thing <laughs> in public is in the shower. So what? Go So what about this track? Um, brought out the lyrics, and for you, like, what 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 was that about? Well, did you hear the lyrics? No, I'm just fascinated that he allowed you to put to put music to it. Yeah, well, you know what? I guess when you when you start writing, you know, you think of your own experiences. So when it came to that verse, it was just real. It was just, it was easy. It was organic. Yeah, very much so. so. He said it took you 15 minutes to do that. I don't even think it was 15 minutes. Oh, now you're showing off. No, really. Like I was like, okay. And then like later as I kept thinking about it, I was like, okay, so tell them to sing like this. And, yeah. So do we so is it safe to say we have a new Jay Z Beyonce Swiss Beats Alicia Keys? Now it's more like Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys. 
Yeah. Uh, it's more like more like an Ashford and Simpson. Okay, cool. okay. All right, all right. You know, super duper legendary. I apologize for downplaying you all situation. Nah, they, 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 Ashford and Simpson to me was like, as far as writers, yeah. they were the best couple, like, to me. So is it is it safe to say that you guys have more music in the future to come out? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I got to hold the second album. I'm about to start working on it. Listen, man. Um, my man, director DJ Ho, I mean, not DJ, you know, director extraordinaire Jamal Hall has checked in. If y'all need somebody to shoot a video, you know, I got a, I got a couple of, I got a couple of, uh, 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 people for y'all to choose from. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, I can dance to it. That's it. And you could produce and direct that one as well, the same way you done produced and directed this song. I'm going to give you all the credit for that song. But if you heard the lyrics, you would. The second part, you would. Okay, okay. Heard somebody say, Black love is beautiful. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It really is. So I'll say I'll say what I wrote so that and basically, what I, I wrote, what I wrote, and she. So basically, we having a conversation. Right. Okay. So what I wrote was when I first saw your face, I didn't know what to say. You took me by surprise with that twinkle in your eyes. You smiled and you said hello. I looked you from head to toe. I always. I, what did I say about that? I always dreamed. I always dreamed you'd be mine until the end of time. And then the hook is thinking about your love. You're the one that I dreamed of. You wore my fantasy, and now you're reality. All right, so I, I need you to stop, right? Because what you're doing right now is making it really hard, pause, for a lot of men that are in relationships that can't sing and write and produce music that is going to express their feelings to their women. So I'm going to have to cut you off and play some Jay-Z real quick. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? See, but the thing is, I, I believe that there's a writer in all of us. Okay. I believe that if you block out opinions and just write what you feel that it can be done i think we all have um that creator in us i think we all have that artsy side in us i think that the people that choose not to explore that side of themselves are the people that are just too worried about what someone else may say you know what i mean well look how you just Right. Did okay. you see how I just took off with those lyrics like that? <laughs> <laughs> that means that means that it's fresh on his brain. Especially, he better know the lyrics because you're sitting right there. Yeah, but I'm sitting here trying to remember when I. Her lyrics are: "You grab my hand and said, 'Let's dance.' I didn't, didn't want to miss the chance to, to share in this, this romance. romance. You're, you're all everything that I dreamed, that I dreamed of. of. To, to see you on the dance floor, I knew I had to have much for more." When, when I, I close, close my, my eyes, eyes, I see, see your face. face. Won't you miss you? Hold you, you something like that. Oh my God. I can't remember what I wrote. Let me say something. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, y'all two are too much, man. And, you know, you know what they say, relationship goals. I don't really get into all that, man, because everybody's, you know, everybody's situation is, is different. But it, it looked real to me, God damn it. And you gotta stop, y'all gotta stop talking and laughing and smiling like that. Cause I'm telling you right now, you're making it bad for somebody. Somebody who's listening to this interview is looking at their man like this. 
Amen. And then the dude is looking like this. <laughs> like, like, man, that stuff ain't real. They ain't right there. They're not real. Like, yeah, what yeah. You, you know, Somebody, you know what I mean? So, but the work, the work comes in, you know what I'm saying, when it's like to be in that space. Yeah. To be in the space to write a song like this, like, Every day in a sunny day. And see, that's the part that people don't don't realize. To be in a space where you can finally write something like this, there's a whole bunch of gray days and clouds and rain that came with that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, that's why I said, I think we all got that writer in us. Listen, man. Dig in. Listen, when, when, we, um, when we get off the air, and I just want to say thank you for everybody who was uh, who, who's tuned in. I, I thought we were going to run out of time, but because somebody said hug each other. See, now y'all got this whole <laughs> knock it off, Lady <laughs> Key. You about to, Lady <laughs> Key getting mad people in trouble. T was good, all the way from Savannah, Georgia. Uh, what's up, cuz, from, from, from Long Island. Uh, uh, so it seems like making music is not just about the entertainment vibe with you. It seems as oh, if you incorporate and encompass all of your life and everything that you do uh, with your music. And it's a beautiful thing. Well, well, I mean... All right. It's good to see you. All right. The, the title of my first album is Hopeless Romantic. Okay. If you really... I wonder why. Because... Uh, I'm bullshitting, bro. I know why. <laughs> You, you just like, like if if to me, and and I and I have to be very like specific with this. To me, when you're dealing with art in whatever whatever sense you're dealing with, you got to be authentic. You can't just you can't just be out here like DJing for popularity. Like you got to be able to tell a story in your music. If you listen to my to, to the way I play music. There's a lot of passion behind it. You know what I'm saying? I've always been a passionate person. I've always been a very... I grew up in a family that we hugged each other. We told each other we love each other. We, we supported each other. We encouraged each other. So that's what I know. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I didn't see perfect relationships growing up. But I did see unity. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I did see the will to try to make it work. You know what I'm saying? Like... So, you know, giving up is not what we do in my family. Um, and, you know, we got that island background, so, of course, music is up to something that holds GT Bonner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, so. And how I got into house music was because it was the closest thing to reggae and gospel. See, like, growing, I started doing this when I was 11. So my mother wasn't going to let me play Big Daddy Kane and all that in the house. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I could play dance music because she was still clubbing. Like, she was into church, but she was still going to bogeys and Eclipse and Zanzibar and all. So it wasn't like she ain't know the music. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, me and, and I inherited my, my uncle's record collection, so... I didn't have no hip-hop. I didn't have rap music. I had disco and <laughs> club classics, um, which I tease her about now because it's like, yo, disco is 
filthy. <laughs> Yo, like when I was 11, yeah. that came out in 78, I didn't understand the metaphoric usage when I was 11. Yeah. Now, at 42, oh, I know what push, push in the bush means. Like, yo, ma, you wouldn't let me play <laughs> Big Daddy Kane, but push, push in the bush? The white horse? <laughs> Erotic City? Like, wait, what? Like, but again, because it was dance music at that age, I wasn't really listening to the words. Uh. I was into the, to the beat. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, um, that's how, that's how I go for me. But, uh, well, well, listen, listen, before time ran out, and I thought it was going to reset because you came back on, we got a, we got a minute, a minute going before they cut us off. So what that means is I want to thank everybody for coming out. Um, and it's a shame that we had to end this on a song called Pony, pony, push, push the bush, or whatever it was that you just said. <laughs> but you, listen, that means that we got to do this again. We got to do Ladies it. and gentlemen, I want to thank all of y'all for coming out. And the reason that I'm cutting it so short is because at any given moment in time, Instagram is going to cut this off. For those of you who tuned in, I hope that you are well entertained. I hope that you learned some things about the good brother DJ Beloved, who is like my brother that you didn't know before. And until next time, beloved, we're going to talk soon. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm K. Dot Langevin of the TKB Report, and I'm signing off. Peace.